Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Last week, we met Marcus Churchill, who has been telling us about his role in the new six-part documentary series for Discovery Plus, entitled Roswell, The Final Verdict. Predictably, we ran out of time, what with it being such a hot topic. So join us again this week for part two of our interview with Marcus Churchill on Aliens Explored. Welcome back, listeners, to part two of our very special interview with Marcus Churchill here on Aliens Explored. I'm one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. Welcome back, Neil. Um, so excited for the second half of the interview. I mean, I, ke- I keep mentioning like what a lovely chap Marcus is, and he was is very kind to sort of give up his time. Mm, my my opinion um, about him hasn't changed in the course of the week. So, no, excellent, lovely, time. excellent, and uh, and yeah, he's he's going to be coming up with some more interesting behind the scenes uh, talk about Roswell, the final verdict, which you can catch on Discovery Plus if you're in America. Um, we, we can't and, catch and, it. And, and by Here, other means, if you're somewhere else. But uh, we will keep you posted on, on wherever this, um, whenever this series is available as we, we, as we go on. Will. So keep checking in our, our website. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I for one, I'm not a, a fan of um, less official means of watching stuff, I'll be honest. We, we um, won't be selling any bootlegs. That's the no. Let's just say that right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so so yeah, so keep an eye because if you're in the UK, it will become available. I'm I'm confident of that. Um, In fact, we talk about that as as part of this show. So uh, so Mm. listening for where you can hear it and when. Um, But yeah, it's uh, well. Should we just dive straight back into the interview? Let's do that. Yeah, picking up from where we left off last time. In light of the way that we've sort of changed our perception of things and the way that we monitor things and record things, um, I know you mentioned about the AI, we'll call it a lie detector, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being used in the show. Um, mm. Is there anything else in, in this documentary that we might not have heard of before or um, that, that has come to light specifically for this documentary or 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 would that be giving away too much um, no i don't i don't think there's anything that um roswell sort of experts would not be aware of they i mean they do seem to go through every testimony they can find um like i say there's you know there's testimonies from people who live next door to someone you know and things like that they've they've, they've found as much footage as they can to to analyze um but they do i mean it's a six-part series six hour long episodes so they you know they they absolutely go to town they they pick everything apart hmm. they possibly can 
um, and try and do it in a chronological order as well, day by day, which which helps keep track track on you know what's happening. Um, I don't think there's anything new. I think that the selling point is the is the AI sort of. Um, I'm going to keep calling it a lie detector because there's nothing else I can call it. That's why they've yeah. decided this is the final vote because in that true sort of Jeremy Kyle fashion, if it's the lie detector says true or false, that's exactly what it has to be. And all the all the Roswell and UFO and mm. intelligence experts that have been interviewed, just just go with it. They go with it. So if something says, somebody says this is true, and they're like, it's true. Oh my god! But the the voiceover is very keen to point out it's the, the AI, you know, alleges it's true. At no point does it say this is definitely true. But the the experts, this is where I sort of say mm. this is possibly where it's sort of weighted towards proving it happened because the experts are very pro. Believer, if you know what I mean, one of a better expression. Mm. Um, I'm probably going to get so much trouble saying all this, but because <laughs> we, we... <laughs> uh, we we did wonder. I mean, no doubt you heard about the um, the the three point something trillion dollar COVID relief bill that uh, was ordered in the last days of the of the Trump administration, wow. which had this clause that said that that all the government agencies had to release all the information they had about UFOs. And uh, we were wondering well, if any of this, if there was any new information as a result of this data dump that made its way into your documentary I'm, series. I'm not aware. If it was just too yeah, soon I'm for this. I'm not aware there was. I mean, we 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 did the filming back in February, um, which is not that long ago. Um, right. But um, when they did all the all the interviews, I think they'd already happened because they were in our sort of shooting script, as it were. They had all the verbatim dialogue from the mm. from the experts and voiceovers and things like that but when they filmed them i think they filmed them last year um and i cannot for the life of me remember when trump got finally voted out of the white house i can't remember when that was it was last year sometime there wasn't it so it may have happened a bit um it, it was november yeah, last year yeah it, it may so. have been a bit too soon i suspect they may well have, have filmed them all before that that happened so uh, mm. But it's interesting. It's an interesting point, you know, with everything. If the well, government has to release all these yeah. things on UFOs, very odd thing to put into a an outgoing sort of um, order. Is to, oh, by the way, oh, but, you know, I'm going. But by the way, just tell everyone about UFOs, will you? It's a very odd thing to put in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. We just wonder if someone just slipped that in, maybe hoping it wouldn't yeah. get noticed. Or this is my. But it's law now. So perhaps it, it was. Then. It was an attempt to derail derail the bill because he knew that the the next administration was going to take the I mean he'd already lost the yeah. election well, or had it stolen from him if some of our listeners yeah, are I'm not sure he's he's uh, but by the time this bill went through <laughs> oh no no he's still not convinced he's lost it he's still convinced it was it was stolen but but I think the deadline for the release of this information was when was it Stu was it July this year uh it was that sounds about right yeah so, sounds so it, it would have been after after um, you'd, you'd finish mm. shooting, but no doubt there will be people trawling through this yeah. information to see if there's anything in there which, uh, <laughs> which, which, uh, which makes your makes your final verdict maybe no, not, not quite the final, final, final I'm verdict. I'm not sure it will be the final <laughs> one. Anyway, <laughs> you gotta, <to> come on. <laughs> um, I think there, there's bound to be no. more. There's bound to be more, and it's interesting if they have released all this stuff. Would we have heard anything about Roswell by now if there was anything in there? Because it would be the sensational find, wouldn't it? If they could find some sort of information one way or the other. Hmm. Be big news. 
Well, the the public declassification, we we actually did a live um, episode on it, um, and there's uh, was it four page nine pages. Um, of of nothing, basically. <laughs> sounds, sounds very. I mean, they skirt around yeah. a lot of issues. Yeah, lots of jargon mm. and lots of. Uh, mm. They do skirt around a lot yeah. of things. The the uh, classified version is allegedly about fifty odd pages long, so that's a different thing. But obviously, we don't have access yeah. to that. Um, I've got mm. a copy of it somewhere. That, 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 those are the pages that said that Donald Trump was in touch with the Galactic Federation. Well, of course, he's probably like a high uh, well, like according to higher, <laughs> ah, yes, no, according to uh, Haya Meshed, uh, who is the now now Neil can probably remember better than me. Uh, the Israeli, he was an Israeli general who also became their top scientific or their top rocket scientist, basically. Yes, he came out and said very publicly that uh, Donald Trump. Well, that the, the governments of the world had been in touch with the Galactic Federation, and that Donald Trump had been silenced from making it public. Oh, you can't tell this, listeners, but my head is in my hands right now. Mm. Literally, <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous, isn't it? The things that you well, can do in America is unbelievable. It it mm. sounds it, but Hayat is a very, very credible person. Um, it 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 sounds astounding. Um, but mm. it's worth looking into. Well worth looking into. Again, that, into. that throws back to, to mm. Jesse Marcel because they'll say he's, he's a very credible person as well. And he's said basically the same sort of thing, if you know what I mean. There's definitely mm. an alien spaceship that's landed. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- this wasn't on our list of questions, but um, did Jesse Marcel suffer personally as a result of what he might have thought had happened or what he was prepared to say had happened? Well, or, or, did the men in black turn up? No, and, I don't and, think they did. What, what well, I do know... Shut well, him was, down. As, as, the, uh, as the account goes, he was summoned to see uh, General Ramey, who was the, like the big, the big man on campus. Um, mm. And he thought he was going... This was his big moment. You know, I mean, this was what was going to make his career. He's been summoned by the general to show all this alien debris off. You know, this is going to mm. be the making of him. He's, he's going to be, a, you know big sort of famous man now and he gets there um, and just as they're about to go into the press conference he gets stopped by General Ramey and General Ramey says don't say anything don't say a word when you get in there just throws mm. him under the bus literally seconds just as he's about to walk through the door so and it's I mean it's my favorite clip from the mm. documentary because he we walk I, I walk into the scene as it were and there's lots of flash bulbs going off and I'm playing Jesse Marcel as like, oh, my God, my whole world has just fallen apart. And even I feel sorry for me. I don't often like what I do on the screen, but even I feel sorry for me. It's a beautiful <laughs> bit of, of uh, filming. The cameraman, uh, Ollie, who was br- amazing. And it looks it looks really beautiful. You really feel sorry for him. It brings it to life really nicely. Um, but I think once he'd been sort of silenced, oh, and he had to pose for the, um, the famous photos as well of him holding up the weather balloon. Um, with a big fake smile on his face, which is quite a quite famous photo. So we recreate recreate that in the documentary as well. At one point, they actually sort of crossfade from me in position yeah. to the original photo, which is a, a really lovely moment, actually. Um, but once all that has sort of happened oh, nice. and he's been silenced, they um, they promoted him. Instead of sort of shoving him aside and telling him to keep quiet, they promoted him um, and sent him off to Washington to uh, to work, uh, I think, as you said, on the on the nuclear programme. Um, which I think was more rather than a reward for being quiet. I think that was trying to keep him sweet or keep your enemies closer, if you know what I mean. I don't think that was 
quite earned it. I think they were just trying to sweeten him up a bit and keep him as close as possible because he was a career a career army man. Do you know what I mean? He was he was a soldier his entire life. Um, and that, that's all I'm aware that happened because mm. obviously once he'd retired, that's when he sort of started talking. Once he'd left the army, that's when it, it sort of he, he came to light. And he did the big famous interviews in 1972, I think, which is obviously a long time after he retired. Yes. Um, but that's that's all I'm aware of. I don't think he had any visits from Men in Black or anything like that. Although they do feature heavily in the documentary as well, the Men in Black. They're quite a prominent feature. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's two men in suits. That... Ooh, something to yeah, look Yeah, in real life were lovely, lovely guys, actually. But obviously <laughs> in, the, uh, in the documentary, they're supposed to look very mean and menacing. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Now, um, I mean, obviously, that aspect of the uh, of the documentary is going to be, let's say, dramatization, mm. um, and and it sounds like there are certainly elements of it that have been speculated upon. How how much of the entire documentary, like, if if you were to give a sort of ballpark percentage, how much of it do you think is speculation, and how much of it is based on actual fact? It's. I mean, it's. it's... To give an actual figure, I think it's difficult because a lot of the reconstructions are have been reconstructed from the first-hand accounts um, and reports and things like that. So, um, as far you know, from a, a filmmaking perspective, it's all real, if you know what I mean, um, because it's it's mm-hmm. taken from these first-hand accounts. But obviously, these first-hand accounts may have been embellished, may have been, for want of a better term, sexed up a little bit. To make them sound a bit more interesting, um, mm. I honestly couldn't say whether that's the case or not. Um, but everything, everything has been reconstructed from the original first-hand accounts, so, and obviously it has to be made. We all know, we all know TV. You know, it's always there's always a little bit of sexing up anyway, because it has to be appealing to the viewer. Um, the biggest problem we mm. faced actually is that. <laughs> It's still set in the searing heat of the New Mexico desert, but we filmed it in North Norfolk in February, where it was absolutely freezing cold. Um, <laughs> which was a challenge because you you can't breathe because you've got all this misted breath everywhere. But um, that that was a bit of a challenge, and it was in the middle of lockdown as well, so everyone's got really long hair, uh, which was also not that accurate for the military because you can have, you can have a haircut for for months um, because we're in that sort of second lockdown after Christmas. <laughs> So that's really the, the that's the only real sort of problem with it. I think everything else should be relatively accurate. I mean, they you can see they reconstruct alien autopsies. They've got aliens that are being cut up and things like that, which have been based on first-hand accounts and possibly, and I'm not saying they have, but they might have been slightly influenced by the fake alien autopsy stuff that came out in 91. I can't remember the name of the guy who did it. But they interview him yeah, and the, they use an interview by yeah. him in the show as well. Um, um, but I think I think he admitted it was all that was all reconstructed. Ray Santilli, but based on the original film. Uh, but the the Ray Santilli yeah. stuff was was kind of it. It was a recreation yes. in of itself. Yeah. He later admitted from footage that he mm-hmm. had That's witnessed right, yeah. personally. Is yes. the claim? So I think it's all it's all very muddy waters. Yeah, yeah. I think the, um, the the reconstructions they do in the documentary are possibly influenced by that a little bit. But again, it, you know, it's for it's for TV, so you've got to you've got to make it that sort of bit more interesting. If it's just a bloke wearing a big old hazmat suit and you can't see his face, it's not as visually interesting as seeing someone cutting into an alien body with this look of disgust. You know, you you have to have yes. that sort of cinematic yes. element to it. 
Um, so I'm sure there's there's been a bit of sexing up to the reconstructions, but generally they, they're all based on the first-hand accounts. Excellent. Excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, me too. So, um, yes, it's, it's um, the movies or the series is being released on Discovery+. Yes. Plus. Um, will, will, will it be available in the U- which, which will be available to American viewers? Will it be available in the UK? I, mean, I hope so. Um, I mean, there are certain ways you can, you can view it anyway. I mean, I'm, I would like to think um, that at some point it will... It will... Le- legal ways. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't condone, you know, watching it <laughs> or anything like that because that's certainly not the way I watched it at all. Um, but um, mm. I think... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think it will filter its way down to sort of regular discovery or because originally it was supposed to be on discovery ID, which you can get in this country. You know, and I, for some reason, I think they, they've used it to mm-hmm. sort of help boost the new discovery plus channel. I would like to think that would sort of filter down to one of the, the mainstream discovery channels at some point. Um, I, I mean, I know people that have watched it in this country via discovery plus how they did that. I have no idea. Um, apparently you can get a subscription with, if you're a Sky customer, but I've, I've, not attempted to even look at that at all so um it is around and it is definitely worth a watch if right. you can find a way to watch it in a legal way obviously hmm, hmm. well we'll, we'll keep our ears to the ground and we'll, we'll announce it on our podcast whenever we um whenever oh, we yeah, find definitely. out that it's become available yes, i'll keep my ears my ear to definitely. the ground if anything uh, yeah. if anything if i see anything i'll uh, i'll let you guys know definitely Please Thank do, you. yeah. Very much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really mad keen to see it. How about you, Neil? Yeah, yeah, I'm very interested to see it. <laughs> as I'm naysayer. <laughs> as I'm naysayer, but, you know, this, this is uh, the you know, reconstruct. There's, there's, as you said, there's, there, there might be a little bit of speculation, a little bit of sexing up, but generally it's based on, it's a blow-by-blow account based on exactly, available yeah, records. Yeah, it's all, it's all verbatim, you know. It's all so, based yeah, on it's, first and second-hand accounts, you know. Um, so it's about as accurate mm. as they're going to get, I think. Yeah, it's almost like these um, these these crime series where they they will show the investigation of a, of a crime, and that's that's far mm. more interesting than a Hollywood maverick who can't solve the crime until he's been told to hand over his gun and his badge, and he's got forty eight hours to crack the case or whatever the you know, standard stuff. But actually, you watch a real investigation. That's that's oh, that's a yeah, lot more absolutely. interesting. Me and my wife are addicted to twenty four yeah. hours uh, uh, in police custody. We love it. Totally, it's not not alien related, <laughs> but just just on your on your point, yeah, we love it because you're watching real things happening in real yeah. time. It's brilliant. Yeah. You're watching real professionals yeah, acting no professionally. They just want to get the job done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never personal, or, no. or not that personal. It's not yeah. career-ending personal. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Now, speaking of of personal, I mean. Marcus, thank you so, so much for coming on and talking to us about uh, Roswell, The Final Verdict. Did, did, uh, kind of a, a quick question. Did you enjoy doing it? Was, it? It was brilliant fun. I mean, it was, like I say, it was very cold. It was very cold. I mean, there's there's one scene where I'm lying around a campfire. Again, it's supposed to be in the New Mexico desert at night. Um, mm. But it, it was literally like five below zero or something like that and i'm lying on a wet damp ground wearing nothing but a denim jacket and some like golf slacks or something like that 
Um, and that was, that was bloody freezing. <laughs> I've got to be honest. I literally had to concentrate to stop my, my teeth from chattering. Um, but it was, yeah, it was brilliant fun. It was Most of it was filmed at um, a former RAF base in Scotto in North Norfolk. Um, and a lot of it was filmed inside the, the former air, uh, air traffic control tower. So they, I mean, it's all sort of derelict, but they obviously had the set dresses in the art department and made it, you know, they used the same corner of a room for like four or five different mm. locations. Um, really, really clever stuff. And it was, yeah, it was a, a nice atmosphere. Everyone was having a good time. And I think because of the, the time of year and because we were sort of in semi-lockdown at the time, everyone was just happy to be working. I know I, I definitely was. Yes. Um, mm. It was nice to to know that even though things aren't going quite so well for a lot of other actors, it was nice to know that everyone was there and sort of bonding. Um, I mean, it was a COVID-friendly set as well, so everyone's wearing masks until the, until they, they yell action, you know, the mask goes... Everyone you see on screen has got mm. a mask in their pocket somewhere, or you know, put down their on their top. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, there's a, there was a guy on on set with a with a hand sanitizer. Whenever you finish the text, like sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. So it's you know, it was it was an interesting experience from that point of view. But it was, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It really was, um, and it was nice to sort of walk in the footsteps of someone who actually existed as well. Often as actors, we're just playing people that have been made up in the mind of someone else. But to actually Play someone, and as it turned mm. out, someone who was such an integral part of the of the whole story as well was uh, yeah, it was really really interesting, really good experience. And and it, on a personal note, it paid for my new windows as well, so that was good. It <laughs> <laughs> was always a bonus. Always a bonus. It made me very popular with my wife as well, so that was um, yeah, that mm. was good. <laughs> so speaking of a window into your work nice. then, uh, nice wow break. amazing very, 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 very nice um, scene. very nice <laughs> very definitely done yeah. uh, how could listeners find your work how can they follow you because you are I mean and I'm, I'm saying this like from a, a personal experience point of view you are an amazing oh, actor and, and really well worth following and and watching so so where can people see I, your stuff? Uh, well i have uh, a twitter page uh, for it's, a, it's an acting twitter page um which is uh twitter at m underscore churchill 24 that's me um and i post updates on there and on instagram as well uh, i'm on at real Marcus Churchill, which is really pretentious, but there are a couple of others on there. So I just wanted to make sure <laughs> at some point, if I become, you know, sort of well-known that I've, I've got the profile already sorted. I'm not going to be some other guy from Swindon or something. Um, yeah. Well, we've got to think about these <laughs> exactly. things in you advance, but uh, having spent 15 years living in Swindon, exactly. non-taken. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I may be a jobbing actor for the rest of my life, or I may end up, you know, having a, a name that's relatively well known. You, you've just, you've got to prepare for these things. You never know what's around yeah. the corner. Um, yeah. yeah um, you certainly be well known well, after this. So. That would be nice. That'd be really nice. <laughs> um, those, those, but yeah, those are the two ways you can you can see me. Um, I'll send you guys a couple of links as well if you want to put those on your site that'd be great just a couple of you know like work professional profiles things like that with um acting work and stuff like that show reels mm. that'd be great yeah definitely and, and for all of our listeners who are fumbling for a pencil while you were saying giving your twitter and instagram <laughs> accounts yeah they, they can they can pick it up from yeah, the site yes I, I will put links in the description uh to your twitter to your instagram and to your other links that Got you send mind. us Thank afterwards you. um this has been absolutely amazing, Marcus. Thank you so, so much for coming in and great chatting fun, to no, us. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Really, really interesting. Brilliant. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure well, to meet you for the first time for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
I know you won't. And then, then I'll lose my job. <laughs> it's my job to not believe. <laughs> yeah, so we're... Every, every time Stu says the government are preparing us to meet the aliens, <laughs> no, they're not. That's, another tax <laughs> That's my job to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, you take care, yeah, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right, you bye-bye. too. Thanks, Marcus. Bye bye. Well, uh, fantastic interview there with uh, with Marcus Churchill on, on this documentary series, Roswell, The Final Verdict, which will be available by, um, well, well, we'll keep, it's on Discovery Plus, we'll keep you posted via our website as to all the other means by which viewers in other parts of the world outside the United States can watch it. So that's that's all we've got time for this week. We've we've reached the end of our interview. We've asked all our questions. We've met Marcus, lovely chap. You already knew him, of course, didn't you, Stu? I, I do. I've had the pleasure of, uh, of working with him on set. He's a lovely chap and a, a damn fine actor as well. Um, a damn fine actor. And um, is, is that what you're going to ask me this, this week? Because you always say, so oh. what do you think, Neil? Um, well, actually... Uh, um, I was well, a judgment. yeah, funny enough. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask... <laughs> Um, so obviously Roswell um, is a is a very very famous incident. Um, mm. I'm curious to know if our chat with Marcus and, and the sort of things he was saying, like certainly how it shifted his perspective on the whole incident. Um, it, did it shift? Did talking to Marcus shift your perspective of Roswell at all? Or um, I, I don't think so. It's just one of those mysterious things that um, something happened involving. A secret US base, and the information that's come out about it has been has been patchy and contradictory, and has has ignited all sorts of conspiracy theories. Um, some of them reasonable, some of them not so reasonable. So it, it's just one of these things. I I really don't know. That's that's fair enough. An open mind is really important. Um, mm. I would say a mind's like a parachute. If it's not open, it's not working. Mm. And uh, it'll so, get yeah. you into big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it certainly was certainly will. Um well yeah, I'm I'm certainly oh, do you know I'm just so keen to see this now because I want to see this this AI with the facial sort of mm. facial recognition stuff. Um yeah, I want to see how that how that impacts things. Yeah, um, I have to admit, I, I was I was sceptical when Marcus mentioned that because, you know, for instance, if you watch you watch a, a film or a TV series that's set, say, in the 1960s or in the 1950s, you know that what you're watching are 21st century people acting in the role yes. and they they speak like 21st century people, even, even if they're saying lines that were written in the 50s or the 60s. They, they, they have the mannerisms and the way of speaking of 21st century people. When you watch actually watch something made in the 50s or the 60s, the people are different in, in all mm. sorts of subtle ways. You can tell that something is old just by the way people are. So I wondered if AI technology that, to determine um, the veracity of what someone's saying would have been tested on 21st century people and then they would attempt to apply it to people from 50 years previously and well, in, in the case of Roswell 74 years previously so um, yeah I have to I have to wonder how 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 much of a reading you can get from someone across all those years no I think that's a very valid point and and where does sort of camera resolution um, you know how, how far do you push those limits 
Mm. Um, you know, how much can actually be picked up. You know, we talk about micro expressions and particularly as actors, you know, if, if we're doing a subtle performance, mm. we have these micro expressions. If you're doing um, a spaghetti western where the camera's right in your face, yeah. <laughs> but it's just your eye on the screen. But uh, but but even then, you know, when it was like you know nine inch screens, black and white, fuzzy as anything, um, mm. even micro expressions would have been missed. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 really just really keen to see but, this. But ultimately, <laughs> all, all they could determine was that. Even assuming that it worked perfectly well and very accurately, um, all they could determine, make a judgment about, was whether the person who was speaking was convinced that they were telling the truth, yes. or whether the person who was speaking was deliberately misleading. Yes, because truth is a very subjective thing, hmm. um, and, and and just because someone isn't lying doesn't make their account accurate necessarily. No, um, no, I think that's a very, very, very valid point. Um, but do you know what? I'm going to say, as I always say, what do you think, listeners? Um, have you seen Roswell, The Final Verdict? Uh, and a, a, an awful lot of our listeners are in America. So, so if you've seen it, do write in. Let us know what you thought of it. Let us know what you thought of uh, Marcus's performance. Um, I will pass on the comments to him. I'm sure he'll <laughs> appreciate them. Um, but but more importantly, what did you think about the documentary itself and its approach and this AI thing? You know, we, we want to hear because we've not seen it and it's really frustrating. So, hmm. so we want to live vicariously through you listeners. Do write in. Let us know what you think of Roswell, The Final Verdict, if you've seen it on Discovery+. Plus, um, You can get in touch via the usual means, through Facebook, through Twitter. Uh, you can email us at aliensexplored at gmail.com. All the links are in the description, as are the links uh, that Marcus mentions as well for his stuff, so you can give him a, a cheeky follow as well. Um that's about it for this time. Uh, Neil. So what, what, what's coming up next? It, it's, um, it, well, we've got an exciting one. We're next staying. Week, we? We've always got an exciting one. Um, <laughs> we've. <laughs> this, this will be neither more nor less exciting than all of our previous. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to go out on a, a limb here and say, I think this is perhaps a little bit more exciting than what okay. we normally do. Um, not as exciting as talking to Marcus, perhaps, but but very exciting nonetheless. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 1952 Washington, D.C. UFO incident. Mm. Um, it's one of those things, if you know about it, you'll know how major it was. But, of course, not many people know about it. So we'll mm. be finding and out all about that. And it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was uh, nearly 70 years ago. Mm. But, uh, but pretty, pretty major nonetheless. So we'll be going into some detail on that next week. Looking don't, forward to it. Don't miss it. Uh, in the meantime, keep watching all these documentaries. Uh, keep watching the skies as well. Um, take care. That's all from me. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. 
Music by Darren Mafuchi and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com. <laughs>